This Wilder's Catch podcast is proudly brought to you by Audible. Do you find that you just don't have time to read all of the awesome books that you hear mentioned on the Wilder's Couch? Well, Audible might just have the answer. Audible is offering the Wilder's Couch listeners a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. You can get books like Eat Right for Your Blood Type, Why We Get Fat by Gary Torbs, The Paleo Diet for Athletes, or even The Success Principles by Jack Canfield. So to download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com forward slash the wellness couch. Again, that's audibletrial.com forward slash the wellness couch for your free audiobook. Thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. You're listening to The Healthy Shift Worker with your host, Audra Starkey. Hello and welcome to the Healthy Shift Worker Podcast, helping you to overcome some of the toughest struggles we face whilst working 24-7. Marcus Pierce here with you, CEO of thewellnesscouch.com and founder of the Exceptional Life Blueprint. And I'm so happy to introduce the founder of the Healthy Shift Worker, Audra Starkey. Audra's been in the airline industry for over 20 years. She knows shift work inside out and she's determined and inspired to help shift workers around the globe live a healthier lifestyle. Audra, welcome to your very own podcast. Thanks, Marcus. It's um, a little surreal to be here, actually, because it was about a year ago when I was first being interviewed on a podcast. So, yeah, 12 months later, here we go. You are a fast mover. <laughs> 12 months is a very short space of time. So, how did this all begin? What made you create you know, the Healthy Shift Worker? Yeah, uh, I guess no one's doing what I'm doing uh, is is probably the big thing and that is to help people to become the best version of themselves despite working 24-7. I spent so many years myself um, struggling with it um, but I certainly, you know, managed to find ways to to overcome it the best way that I can and I guess I want to give back to my profession to provide them with something of value. So... You're in the airline industry for 20 years. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot that's gone on in that time in order to then have, I suppose, the epiphanies or the inspiration to create the brand. Do you want to share with people some of your story as to you know, how this shift working journey um, began for you? Yeah, of course. Um, look, I began shift work, in, as you said, Marcus, in the airline industry when I was uh, 22 years old and I walked away from it when I was 43. Apart from three years uh, in between there where I worked, I like to call normal person hours. <laughs> <laughs> the good old nine to five. Exactly. Yeah, nine to five, eight to four, something like that. Um, and that was when I was a trainer for Qantas. Um, but apart from that, there was 18 years there where I lived and breathed shift work um, for many years and, and obviously struggled at the same time. And my my hours, I guess I would often drag myself out of bed any time between two in the morning and finishing around midday or 8.30 wow. at yeah, crazy, crazy, crazy stuff. Um, or I might start at eight thirty at night and finishing around four thirty in the morning, which I guess is your true night shifter. Um, but I also went through phases of doing heaps of overtime. So not only was I running on little sleep to get through a regular eight-hour shift, but by the time I got home after some pretty long and ruthless shifts, my tank was pretty much running on empty. And of course, in order to overcome some of these feelings of chronic fatigue and tiredness, I would often feed my body foods which were high in sugar and caffeine, which I'm sure a lot of my listeners are going to be able to relate to, hoping that it's going to give them that kickstart that um, I needed. However, this ended up making me feel even more tired and lethargic. And I hate to say it, um, but for many years, my diet was appalling. Give us an insight. What was it like, Audra? <laughs> 
Um, yeah, look, I went about eating all the wrong foods, like frozen meals, which we could magically zap in minutes using the microwave oven, uh, chips, chocolates, cakes, soft drinks, muffins, basically anything that was packaged in a way that required minimal preparation. Yeah. Tasted nice, was over quickly. Yeah. yeah, I guess in hindsight, I don't know if it really tasted that nice, but it was, <laughs> you know, it, it was food. It was just something to stop the hunger pangs, I suppose. Um, but it wasn't just my diabolical diet. I actually um, had become best friends with my couch uh, because of the ongoing and relentless fatigue. It was slowly wearing me down in a way that I no longer had the drive or inclination to do any form of exercise. And I guess um, my body, however, wasn't quite so happy with my questionable food choices and sedentary lifestyle. Uh, the cracks started to appear as I gained weight, uh, my hair started to fall out and my skin became even more pale (laughs) than what it is. And, you know, I was constantly getting sick and my body ached from extreme fatigue. And look, I just want to make mention that, you know, people might look at me and and think, you know, because I am quite thin, Audra, how, how on earth would you know what it's like to actually, you know, gain weight? Well, I have always been fairly thin throughout my life. Um, That's because, you know, when I was younger, I was always quite fit and lean and just really sporty. But I did gain 10 kilos over a period of time whilst working in the shift working environment. And it wasn't so much about the 10 kilos because I'm, I'm... if I'd love to be able to have a, I guess, a, a world where we don't become so dictated by, you know, this tiny number that appears on the scales. It's more, I guess, about body composition. But for me, you know, I'd always sort of been like this size 8, size 10, but I eventually kind of came up to a, a size 12. And again, I'm sorry, I don't like to be using these sorts of uh, gauges, but it was the fact that I was eventually like that size 12 skirt was becoming really tight. And I just thought, well, hang on, just something's, something's not quite right here. And, you know, when you looked, um, looked at me, my face was really, really quite puffy. Um, my hands also um, were quite puffy. The face had sort of become more of a rounded shape. Um, you know, my stomach was, you know, constantly bloated, which is certainly all physical signs that my body was going through inflammation and it was no longer coping. And I just didn't want to keep going, you know, in that direction. So at the time, I decided to book myself in to see a doctor who specialised in nutritional and environmental medicine, uh, because I was even interested in it way back then. And the doctor certainly didn't mince words in telling me how unhealthy I had become. Uh, My hormones were in absolute chaos. My entire digestive system had become stagnant and severely inflamed. But unfortunately, you know, I was only 25 years old at the time and didn't really take his advice seriously. So I proceeded down the same unhealthy path for many years to come. Uh, In 2001, things changed though. I I lost my job when Ancet Australia collapsed which was an incredibly stressful time um, because 16,000 people in Australia all of a sudden became out of work. So, yeah, it was a a pretty emotional time because our shift working family were all quite close at that time. And, you know, I guess it was um, an opportunity to sort of think about doing a career change, perhaps a non-shift working role, which would enable me to get a lot more sleep. Absolutely. <laughs> but, you know, I was one of the lucky ones. Uh, Qantas scooped me up after only being out of work uh, for two weeks. So 
I guess for me, my alarm clock wasn't able to be put into retirement mode just yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, for the next few, few years, I guess I continued on the roller coaster ride of having short bursts of wellness followed by much longer bouts of sickness um, because the job that I was doing with Qantas was exactly the same. It was identical. Um, but I continued to war- ignore the warning signs. And then um, something did happen which forced me to start making some changes. There was a massive restructure in my workplace um, brought about, uh, which brought about major changes, including changes to our rosters. And all of a sudden, not only was my body having to struggle and cope with little sleep, lack of exercise and poor nutrition, but it was also having to deal with that other debilitating factor, uh, which of course we call stress. Yeah. Yeah, and acute stress is not necessarily a bad thing. In fact, it can be a good thing. But when it becomes chronic, um, when it's that ongoing and relentless stress over time, it can have serious consequences on our health. And when we add shift work into the mix, it becomes a completely different ball game because sleep itself, um, sorry, sleep deprivation itself causes our bodies to become biologically stressed. And that's where we're pumping out an excess of the stress hormones, adrenaline and cortisol. And that's even before we've even stepped foot into a stressful workplace. So I think that's something that we all need to keep in mind. Um, But I did reach a point where I said to my husband, I can't keep doing this anymore. Uh, Which, you know, my beautiful supportive husband, you know, his response to that was to just quit. But, um, you know, I wasn't no really... No husband re- likes to see their wife in an unhappy space. Well, yeah, of course, exactly. So, um, you know, it was nice that I got that support from him. But it wasn't, you know, I wasn't quite ready to quit. Despite the stress, I still really enjoyed my job at the time. Um, but for the first time ever, after over a decade of working shift work, I eventually did end up taking some time off work for stress, which never in my wildest dreams did I ever think that I'd have to take time off work for stress. Um, but in order to get through the massive changes and on little sleep, I just needed some time to rest and recharge and recalibrate, I guess, um, for a better word. Um, and it basically became a bit of a, a wake-up call for me that I needed to t- make some changes in my life. And I, I started, I guess looking at what I was doing and taking a good hard look at my diet and what I was eating or not eating along with some of the lifestyle factors um, that I was also doing or not doing as in next to no exercise, uh, isolating myself from friends and family um, because all of this was having a lot of negative impact on my health. Oh, it's remarkable. I can't believe that uh, you and many other shift workers out there actually allow so much Oh, lack of ease to to you tolerate so much. It's it's an incredible story of resilience, Audra. Yeah, oh, absolutely, and that's it's something that I'm learning. I certainly have learned in the last uh, eighteen months or so that how incredibly resilient, as you said, the human body is. It's amazingly adaptable, and it puts up with a lot uh, because we're not you know nocturnal creatures. We are diurnal. We're meant to be asleep during the night but you know we're doing the opposite and but that's just a part of what we do as shift workers and it is kind of what it is um but I started to make some changes because I had to basically it was a bit of a survival mode uh, and over time as I started to remove the junk food from my diet and my physical and mental health began to gradually improve um, and even my mental health began to improve as I incorporated um, the exercise back into my life but 
look, Marcus, this was over a long period of time. It, you know, it wasn't over a week. Um, you know, it was over a few years. Um, and I, I genuinely don't believe that as a shift worker, we can ever kind of reach that 10 out of 10 energizer bunny status at all if we continue to do you know work shift work because it's a sleep deprivation that kind of I guess unravels us but I went from feeling a three out of ten to a seven out of ten nice so for me that was a pretty good improvement and it was enough to enable me to keep going and because I, I still enjoyed my job um, but I mean it was after these you know massive changes that I started to do on my own that I kind of couldn't help but feel that one day that I might be able to help others to do the same. So when a lady arrived into my training class one day, it was when I was working as a trainer, she's a hilarious girl. Uh, She's just this very bright and effervescent person. (laughs) But, um, yeah, she came running in late to my training class one day and she was holding a hamburger, a donut and a soft drink in hand. Beautiful. (laughs) It's a nice combination, isn't it? And it was, but it was only 9am. So for this, it was, I guess, a bit of a light bulb moment for me. So I I kind of politely asked her about her choice in breakfast and her response was, well, I've been up since 2.30am in the morning and I need some sustenance. Yeah. That's sustenance for you. Yeah. (laughs) Well, yeah, I, I, I don't know how it comes under the banner of sustenance. And I guess it kind of left me a little bit perplexed because I never knew, like what you just said, I never knew a donut could have so much sustenance. And um, yes, I guess from that moment on, um, I have to say, uh, I have to thank this hamburger, donut and soft drink breakfast lady because she was the one that actually inspired me to go and continue on and study nutritional medicine part-time while I was still at work um, with the intention of one day um, bringing healthy shift worker style training sessions into the workplace. It's a great vision. I love it. Yeah, and I guess everything sort of is starting to fall into place. I eventually accepted a voluntary redundancy from Qantas in October 2014, um, which was a pretty big decision um, because I was kind of walking away from a job that I really did enjoy still. And my shift working family, you know, we all become quite close. But I've since gone on to study um, full-time now at the tender age of 43 and I'm in my final year of a nutritional medicine degree at Tendeva College of Natural Health in Brisbane. So that's my long answer to your question, sorry. No, it's a great, it's a thing. It's great for people on this very first episode to get to know your story, what you're about, how it's all come about. I think it's remarkable and it's tinged with... Um, you know, sorrow and heart-wrenching, I suppose, just uh, a bit of drama in there. But then to come out with a happy ending um, is great. And like you said, to have the vision with a few of those epiphanies, those big moments where you've recognized that there's something bigger for you to share with the world and to help the shift-working population, which is not a small population by any stretch, to help the shift-working population to be um, healthy and healthier, even if it is to go from a three to a four or five to a six, wherever it is, mm-hmm. I think it's remarkable. So I suppose it, it makes me wonder, like, is this show just for shift workers or do you find that there's more of a wider community that you want to impact with this podcast? 
Oh, yes, I've certainly got big visions for it. Um, of course, yeah, it's definitely for the ship workers themselves, Marcus, um, but it's also for the friends and family members of shift workers, anyone who's married to a shift worker or their partner is a shift worker. I Look, I remember putting up a post one day and it said, I went along the lines of, if you sign up for shift work, you're essentially signing your family up for shift work too. Yeah, wow. And that I think is pretty well much nails it because it is, it becomes very much not just about you, it's a whole household becomes involved. And it's also um, the podcast itself is basically for anyone who has some kind of connection working in a shift working environment, also along with the representatives of shift working organisations because I basically want to help to bridge the gap. It's not about the employer versus the employee or vice versa. We all just need to come together and look at how we can improve the situation because at the end of the day, shift work is, is here to stay and it's becoming just bigger and bigger. It's not going anywhere. Okay, this is great. So then I suppose now, and we can say this, you've done a number of interviews for the podcast already. So what are people going to learn? Like what's the show about? What do you get excited about that people are going to experience when listening to The Healthy Shift Worker? Yeah, look, of course, you know, there's a lot of negative association with working 24-7 and and that all stems largely from the disruption to our sleeping patterns. Um, But as I touched on before, the harsh reality is that it's here to stay. Um, In fact, more and more businesses around the world are expecting their staff to work these long and irregular hours. However, the consequences of chronic sleep deprivation and this continual disruption to our sleep, um, you know, can be quite severe. Um, You know, shift workers often expect Uh, experience what we call sleep debt which is when we become so far behind in our sleep that we often struggle to catch up and pay back some of this missing debt and studies um, I've certainly been doing a lot of research particularly in the last 18 months to two years in particular even more so Um, but shift work is you know studies have shown that we are prone to things like cognitive decline cardiovascular and gastrointestinal diseases respiratory infections hormone disruptions metabolic changes um, and we're also at greater risk of even mental health issues such as anxiety and depression. So I basically, with this show, Marcus, I really want to let people know how vulnerable and susceptible they are to ill health when they work these hours um, and that their health really does, not the job itself, but their health really has to be the number one priority. So over the time that I'm interviewing all these guests, I've, I've decided to interview various um, experts on the topics of sleep, nutrition, exercise, mental health, and, and all sorts of others, because I really believe that these are extremely relevant for anyone who's working 24-7. But Sorry? Yeah, and I was going to say, particularly as it relates to shift work, because a lot of those areas are common to everyone but it's a different it's a different beast when you're a shift worker like nutrition when you're a shift worker is different sleep is different exercise is different mental health is different so I'm just so wrapped for you and all the shift workers and people out there associated with shift workers that there's an avenue to I uh, suppose encourage even greater understanding around what it is to be a shift worker and then to take it at next level that you are to be a healthy shift worker oh yeah look absolutely and and what's I guess um quite maybe a little bit different to some of the podcasts um, that are out there but 
I really believe that the real experts behind shift work are the shift workers themselves, which is why you're going to be hearing in my podcast from real people, real stories, and where they share some of their highs and lows along with some of you know their own tips and tricks that they've applied throughout the, their career because it's basically about creating an awareness um, that you know, to the listeners to let them know that they're not alone, yeah. um, that we're all kind of here, well, you know, kind of working together, um, you know, so that it benefits everyone. Now, Audra, I want to ask you finally, you've got a great following on social media. You can check out Healthy Shift Worker folks on Facebook and Instagram um, and Twitter. But Audra, I'd love to ask you, why have you decided to do a podcast? Because I've read your blogs and I've seen you on social media and the rest. I know you're a busy girl. So why are you taking up the podcasting world? Yeah, right. It's a bit crazy, isn't it? <laughs> no, I think it's a great idea, but I think it's really it's good to know what you want to uh, yeah what you want to share with people in a podcast that really I see you're already sharing in um in the blogosphere and on social media. Yeah, there's a couple of reasons for it, but I guess um, I want to provide, my podcast will be fortnightly, by the way, um, I want to provide a way where shift workers can learn not only from experts, as I said, in that chosen field that I mentioned before, but also from each other. And, and when they're able to listen to some, some of these episodes, I'm hoping that they're going to be able to go like, yay, I finally found someone who gets me, you know, they understand my pain and, and how tough it is to kind of work in this environment. Um, but I can also, with my right I can also only give my perspective and that's obviously from working in the airline industry and that's only just from working at the airport. I don't I don't know what it's like to be a flight attendant, an engineer, a train driver, a nurse, a pilot, a policeman, any of those sorts of ones. So I'm throughout my podcast I'm interviewing all these different types of shift workers from different industries and we just chat about different stuff um so yeah it's really quite i guess unique as a little bit of side note to it um as you just mentioned i have had my blog i've had it for quite a few years Uh, we've written over the over the years but i'm now studying full-time and i'm also writing a book so i want to spend i guess less time writing and more time talking to people and podcasts, I think, provide a great medium for me to be able to do this, um, both locally here in Australia, but also to a much global audience as well. Absolutely. Oh, it's a very exciting ride that we're about to embark on. I really congratulate you, Audra, on deciding to do the Healthy Shift Worker podcast, like you said, for the impact that this can have all over the world. Uh, congratulations once again, and we really look forward to hearing from you regularly. Thanks, Marcus, and, and thanks very much for having me on the Wellness Couch. It's um, it's going to be a great ride, I'm sure. Oh, our pleasure. This, that has been the very first edition, folks, of the Healthy Shift Worker podcast. No doubt, we at the Wellness Couch and Audra would love to hear your feedback. There are many ways to provide it. You can go to the Facebook page, The Healthy Shift Worker, through the website, healthyshiftworker.com, or you can visit The Wellness Couch at thewellnesscouch.com and leave a comment there. If you've enjoyed the show, please feel free to share it with other shift workers who you think may benefit, and you can also leave a five-star rating in the iTunes store which does help spread the healthy shift worker message to shift workers and organizations all around the world finally if you'd like access to more free resources including audra's newsletter just visit the website healthyshiftworker.com and enter your name and email address there thank you so much for tuning in and listening and until next time may you continue to be as healthy as you can possibly be despite working 24 7 this has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives.
Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.